Welcome back, friends and family. I'm definitely excited to have you back on the show. Today, we're going to be talking about living water and how we can have deeper, quiet times to connect better with God. And we will be continuing our John series. I do want to apologize in advance. The sound is not at its optimal quality as apparently my mic was not connected well and I didn't realize that until after the recording. So I do apologize, but I am sure you'll be able to hear it just fine. And most importantly, I hope that you get a lot out of it. So here we go. Welcome to our Unveiled Faces. I am creator and host Rosie Leonore, and I'm here to help you find strength and inspiration in your daily spiritual restoration journey with God. I pray that this episode will encourage your faith. Enjoy. Welcome back. Have you ever felt so thirsty? Thirsty. So, so thirsty. Like, you needed water so bad that if you didn't have it anytime soon, you were going to feel like you were going to pass out. Physically, that's probably happened to all of us at some point. Spiritually, it happens to all of us at some point. But I want to say that it actually happens a whole lot more than just one point. Today, I will be talking about how we can quench our thirst. And today we'll be looking at John chapter 4. There's a scripture there that I want to expand upon. And John chapter 7. These two scriptures are about living water. There's a few more scriptures that I want to encourage you with as well that are some of my favorites. So are you ready? Let's dive in. First, I want to start with John chapter 4. And it says, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now, this was in between the conversation that Jesus had with the Samaritan woman. And last week, we were able to talk about that, the Samaritan woman and uh, the comparison with how Jesus spoke with her and how Jesus spoke with Nicodemus, who was an esteemed ruler, wealthy, by the way, and um, versus this uh, Samaritan woman who was poor and undesired by her community and rejected. And we saw last time how Jesus uh, spoke to both of them in pretty much an equal way, uh, both in a different in a different way in that he used wisdom and how to approach them, but in the same way in that he used respect. And he spoke with them like they were both people, like they were both important. And so that was our um, lesson last week, our reflection last week. But today I wanted to focus a little bit more on this very verse that Jesus told the Samaritan woman. And it also reminds me of a verse in John chapter 7, which is another verse that I want to encourage you with today. And it's in verse 38. And it says, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Rivers of living water. So when I think about living water, 
I don't necessarily always think about the type, like where it's from. I just know that it's moving water. So if you think about the moving water out there, usually it's rivers and streams. Those are waters that are constantly flowing, getting purified. And these are the waters that are the best to drink uh, because they are constantly being purified by their natural filtration process as they move. And so if you think about the living water, that's the kind of water that you want to have. You don't want to have stale water. You don't want to have still water. That is not the kind of water that is going to be the purest. So where do you find this living water, right? You find it in Jesus. So when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman, and then Jesus was also um, in John chapter 7, he was referring here to what kind of water you should be um, having um, so with the Samaritan woman, Jesus didn't necessarily say living water. He was in with her at the well, right? So he says, um, I will become in them. The water I give them will become in them a spring of water. So he did say spring, right? Spring flow welling up to eternal life. So he kind of, it was kind of cool how he used the welling well, he was at the well, right? Welling up to eternal life. Why? Because the well collects water. The well um, has still water, which is not the best water to drink, but it wells up. So those springs will fill us up with water. And that's what's amazing. That those springs of water will well water up within us. So this water is growing. This water is growing. This water is constantly being refilled. How do you think people were able to go back to these wells and pick up more water? It would it wouldn't it wouldn't empty un unless somehow it stopped. The waters in in the area would stop flowing or things like that. But people would always be able to find water in this well in these wells. So although the well water is not the, the best one to drink, um, but the spring will cause the water to well up. And I like that comparison a lot. And I like the other one as well. The springs of living water will flow because that means also we this water that wells up is flowing constantly within us. And, and I say, and I'm, I'm kind of emphasizing that a little while here because I think about the week that I've had, you know, I've, I, it was a good week overall, but it was a week for me personally um, to go back to teaching. Uh, I am an educator and I, I went back into the classroom to teach students and it was a good experience overall. Um, however, there was its challenges. First of all, getting used to back into the classroom, um, being able to cope with uh, the changes. You know, everybody has to wear masks nowadays. We're if in the time of this recording. We are living still in the pandemic. In fact, um, during the time of uh, the variant, um, one of the variants. Um, and so this is this is a very, uh, still a very dangerous time. So getting adjusted to that and then um, having to uh, be very careful with how you touch papers and sanitizing and all that. And then, uh, of course, coming coming across kids that you can clearly see um, they are in in a way kind of troubled uh, mentally, uh, you know, just going through a lot. And so already seeing that it, it's heartbreaking. Uh, but you know, my heart goes out to them. But it has affected me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is real. These are real situations. And you know, every day I I read my Bible. Every day I prayed, but I feel like, you know, getting back into the routine, waking up early and, and kind of rushing more than before because I was a year out of, out of um, work on a leave so that I could be with my daughter. Um, 
getting back into this routine has been hard, um, has been difficult. And so I don't, it's not as rich every day on my quiet times as it has been over the last year. And I know that the struggle is real. I know the struggle is real for a lot of people who have to work full time. So at the end of it, yesterday was, um, I'm recording this right now Sunday, but yesterday it was Saturday. And I just felt like so thirsty. I was meeting on Zoom with some of my sisters in Christ and I was telling them uh, about how I was feeling and, and how this scripture here in John 7:38 really encouraged me, rivers of living water, because I felt like I needed to go back and I needed to refill my well with water. What does that mean? That means I had to go in and really dig into the scriptures more, really look at what I was reading and look at more scriptures and apply it and just like let it just fill my face, you know? Um, I had to connect with God by really just saying a prayer to just be honest about how I was feeling and ask God to fill me up with those rivers of living water. And after that, I was able to connect and feel so much more refreshed. And, and it's not perfect. I'm still, I'm still needing more, <laughs> you know? Um, but I, I felt so much like, like my thirst, like that, that thirst that I had was quenched. And, and I, I see that every day we need to do that. We need to quench our thirst. There's another couple of scriptures that I want to encourage you with here. And one of them is found in Psalm 63. And it says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. In a dry and weary land where there is no water. That is how I felt. You ever feel like that? You ever feel like that? You know, feel free to comment below and share. Have you felt like that before? I I have. I felt like that this week. I have moments where I feel like that. I just need more of God. In Psalm 14, verse 3, sorry, Psalm 143, verse 6, correction. It says, I stretch out my hand to you. My soul longs for you as a parched land, longs. And then there's another one in Psalm 42, 1, and this is the last one. It says, as the deer pants for flowing streams, so my soul pants for you, O God. That's Psalm 42, 1. As the deer pants for flowing streams, so my soul pants for you. Oh God, I, I shared that scripture in a, another episode I, I was able to share with you. And so today, I just want to encourage you to reach for the living water that is Jesus. What does that mean practically? If you didn't have great times with God this week or last week or in the last few weeks or even in the last few months or probably even years, there's something in you that is thirsting, and I want to encourage you to find it in the right place. Don't look for it in other places that will only feel like it's sort of quenching for a little while, and it doesn't really quench. And what I mean by that is this. When you try to fill your thirst with worldly things, whatever it may be, maybe you're trying to distract yourself, entertain yourself with whatever. Um, you know, seek, seek something that is not filling, that will only deceive you into thinking that you are quenched when you're not. Maybe what it's doing is giving you like a tiny, tiny little bit, but it will never quench your thirst. 
the only one that will quench your thirst is Jesus. And Jesus is found in the scriptures. Jesus is found in the scriptures and connecting with Jesus, connecting with God will be found both in the scriptures and in your prayer life. And I want to encourage you to make those two strong. If you have a tough week, if you have a tough day, if you, ha if you didn't have a perfect quiet time, if you didn't have a perfect time with God, you know, the truth is I didn't have perfect quiet times this week. I didn't. It was, it was like just enough <laughs> to get me through um, as I transition into my new schedule. And I have to have grace on myself. Of course, God has grace on you, you know? I mean, it's, you're not going to have a perfect day all the time, but remember to always go back to Jesus. You have those opportunities like I have on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, you always have at least once a day where you can have that date with God, I call it, that date with God where you're going to make that time really special. Quench your third quench your thirst with Jesus. And as a follow-up, it's always good to reach out to a spiritual person, a spiritual sister, to um, talk about your week like I was able to with my sisters and also allow that to be a part of the process because we do need our community um, to help one another. Don't isolate yourself. Really reach out to someone who can listen to you and who can encourage you or even just listen. Sometimes you just need somebody to listen. Well, I hope that this episode has encouraged your faith. I hope it has encouraged your day and I hope it encourages your week. And again, remember to always look for Jesus to quench that thirst. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time. Friend, thank you so much once again for listening to another episode of our Unveiled Faces. I would love to extend an invitation to you to leave me a review. What do you enjoy most about this show? What are you getting from it? Also, any feedback? What would you like to learn in future episodes? Thank you once again for listening to the show and I will see you next time.